would seem that mother, hereditary, and now I'm thinking of ending things are all part of a new genre of film. Now, I don't know what I would call that genre or even how I'd describe it. Your suggestions are welcome down below, particularly if you're a fan of this new genre. Now, it's not wildly popular, but it does have its fans. And I know many of you are its fans because we have spirited discussions whenever I cover these movies. Uh, and some, but some of the fans are not only moviegoers, but even critics. These movies are, you know, pretty well reviewed. Now, as you know, it's not my cup of tea. But this time, I'm going to try and meet those of you who do like these movies halfway, discussing what I like about I'm Thinking of Ending Things and what I don't particularly care for. All right, so like Mother and Hereditary, Hereditary uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things has an excellent cast, which in, particularly in this situation helped make the film more bearable for me, let's say. Uh, Tony Collette, who's also in, also in Hereditary, is excellent as always. And at one point, she's made up to look like a grandmother and the makeup and her acting are so good. I haven't seen an actor capture an elderly person so perfectly in dramatic fashion since Meryl Streep in The Iron Lady. It was, it was this, they, they reached this uncanny valley of like, not only looking like an elderly person, but what's going on with them mentally. It was really, it was really impressive. Uh, David Thewlis also does a nice job, but Thewlis and Colette, their roles are small. Don't, I wouldn't watch this movie for them. It's really a two-hander. And I love Jesse Plemons. I could watch him in anything. I think he's such an underrated actor. Uh, and Jesse Buckley, she's quite good. But I mean, her, her character is such a downer for the first, I'd say, 30 minutes of the movie. It's pretty unbearable. But once they get to Jesse Plemons' parents' house, she becomes more animated and interesting. And I think she did do a nice job in several scenes. But she looks so much like Brie Larson, who was originally going to star it's distracting. She looks like Brie Larson. She acts like Brie Larson. It's like she's playing Brie Larson, playing this character. And on that note, Jesse Plemons has a similar vibe to Philip Seymour Hoffman, who started Charlie Kaufman's last live action directorial uh, project. So I guess Charlie Kaufman has like a real definite idea of the look he wants, and he gets backups if he needs to. I'm like, wow, you really had something specific in mind here. I also feel the movie does a great job creating what it's like to be in a dream. I mean, the movie, like, makes no sense. But while I was watching it, it did remind me of dream logic. You know, when a dream is really vivid, but also strange, especially when you remember it, like just after you wake up or you're telling someone else about it and you're like, yeah, it's really weird, right? But like, I could have sworn it was real when it was happening. And how you act in that dream where you're like, yeah, this is weird, but you go along with it for some reason. And that's so that, I thought that was well depicted in the film. And the movie, just like Mother and Hereditary, has some very... By the way, Midsommar, of course, is from the same filmmaker as Hereditary, but I feel that film is a little bit different than these in that it's more of an outright horror film. Again, I don't know what these movies are doing, but some people seem to be entertained. Uh, so anyway, like Mother and Hereditary, there's some very interesting and beautiful imagery. Particularly here, there was one shot of where it's snowing just on a car on an otherwise green lawn, and I thought that was really cool. I would say the dinner scene is my favorite. It reminded me of going to a quirky off-Broadway play, you know, where you're like, it's weird, but it's supposed to be weird. And I love these actors. Now, as for what I did not care for, the scenes in the car, they're just too much. They're too much. I was like, you got to pull over and let me out of this car. But of course you can't. They're too intense. They're too opaque. 
and they're so long. Like, I would say most of the movie is actually spent in the car, which is not a great choice considering I don't think they work. Now, of course, the movie is working towards a big twist. So while I was watching it, and while anyone's watching it, you actually feel like you're more putting together a puzzle than like seeing a story unfold. You're like, okay, how's that gonna factor in? All right, I'm gonna remember that for later. Okay, I got it. Now you might be like, why'd you tell me there's a twist, Grace? But it's clearly building towards a twist. The movie doesn't, its actual story isn't that engaging or substantial. I mean, it's very much presented as almost like an escape room movie. They're like, are you gonna figure it out and be able to get out of here? Uh, now, on that note, I remember from my trailer reaction that a lot of you were like, whoa, Grace, the book is amazing. You just don't know. So when the movie ended and I still had no idea what the twist was, I was like, okay, let's go see what happened in the book. Wikipedia will tell me what the twist was because I didn't get it from the movie. So I read the synopsis on Wikipedia and I have to say, Charlie Kaufman, I think, made maybe a couple too many changes from the book. I mean, I can see shadows of the book's story, but a lot of the important revelations from the book are either so vague that you can hardly see them or they're simply not there. To me, I'm thinking of ending things as all journey and no destination, which of course is sometimes okay, but it's a movie that's so intently focused on the destination that it's weird that there is no destination. But some people like unsolvable puzzles, so this might be the movie for you. Particularly if you liked Mother and Hereditary, I think you'll have a dandy time. For context, I quite enjoyed Charlie Kaufman's screenwriting in the past. I, I liked quite a bit Being John Malkovich, Adaptation, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I didn't love it, but I felt Confessions of a Dangerous Mind had its moments. Uh, again, the cast was largely responsible for a lot of what I liked in those movies. And the cast is good here. But to me, this isn't really a Charlie Kaufman movie as depicted with those screenplays. It's more along, again, in the lines of Mother and Hereditary, and maybe the movies that Charlie Kaufman directed, uh, uh, Synecdoche, New York, I'm sure I mispronounced that, uh, and also uh, uh, um, Anna, Anima, Anima Lisa. I mispronounced that too. See, he doesn't even have title. At least I can pronounce I'm thinking of ending things. Although it got such a strange reaction from all of you guys when you saw the headline when I put up my trailer reaction. So Charlie Kaufman can get a reaction, and I'll be curious what your reaction is to this movie. I think it'll run the gamut depending on what kind of movies you usually like. Uh, but, but after seeing this, I wasn't like, oh, let me go back and watch Charlie Kaufman's movies that I missed that he directed. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. But maybe you will want to. And again, I know some of you, again, from my trailer reaction, were like, oh, I love those movies. So this movie's probably right up your alley. So that's my review of I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which is available this Friday, starting this Friday on Netflix. So, and oh, by the way, it does keep that aspect ratio. I'm very curious to hear about your viewing experiences. All right, share your thoughts down below, subscribe today, and of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now.